We are in Champions League, man. That was my Dilly din, dilly dong, come on. I will love it if we beat them. Love it. This is the Modern Soccer Coach Podcast with Gary Kearney. Hi, welcome to the Modern Soccer Coach Podcast. My name is Gary Kernin. So another one of the goals we're having is with with these podcasts is to do not just interviews, but to upload some some content. Um, some of them will be short, some of them will be a little longer. Just talking about you know different aspects of the game. So if any coaches have have questions on anything or want to talk about anything. Uh, feel free to give me a shout. Um, Gary at Gary Kernin on Twitter, Coach Kernin on Facebook, Gary at modernsoccercoach.com. Um, all these different, if you have anything at all you want to chat about. And, and this one today is a, is a little bit of a Q&A. So enjoy it. If you like it, please give it a favorite or um, or give it a tweet or, um, or just send the love. Enjoy. Hey Gary, thanks for taking my question. My focus in the growth of the program is to create and uphold a high standard every minute of training and games. This is also having the attention to carry over to them as people and not just as players. Thus was the desire to grow them as people. Their next step in Massachusetts is college. What would you say are the attributes or accolades you look at initially when creating players? So it's a it's a good question. We get college coaches get a lot of this about what do you look for in a player um, what we don't get a lot of is what do you look for in a person or what do you look for in the people that you're trying to bring in to build a certain culture so I'll, I'll try to take I'll try to walk you through that there so the first thing is is in building culture I think the first step is that you approach it in the exact same way that you build a team and that's finding out exactly what you want so building a team it's what player you want to suit a certain style um, building a culture is what person you want to cert- to to suit a certain culture so personality traits um, and, and everyone's looking for the same thing like this is um, this is why it's so important at the at the development age is that we are developing the right type of personalities and nobody's nobody is actively recruiting a a bad attitude and nobody is actively recruiting lazy people so we're all looking for the same thing and that's you know everyone wants high character everyone wants high energy people everyone wants people who look at their their lives with a growth mindset um, that they want to get better and want to improve and like to be pushed uh, you know the challenge then comes is that everyone will say they they have that or want to do that and uh, not every player will come into any sort of environment, uh, good, bad or indifferent, and and do what they say they were going to do six months before that there. So I suppose for the recruiting process and the building process, you know, you've got to first of all decide what you want and then decide how you're going to measure for that. Because like I said, everyone is going to tell you, yeah, I'm your person. Yeah, give me the scholarship or give me the spot on the team and I'll deliver at that level. Um, so from a, an attributes standpoint, personally, the things I would look for would be, yeah, goal-driven, 
like and goal driven meaning that you're not just looking to play at this level or you know it's it's not just about getting there you can actually see beyond that so you actually have um a little bit of forward thinking to say right once i get here this is what i want from this experience and uh, and then also the focus um a little bit of intensity um competitive drive high standards and then for me it's positivity it's just that little bit of energy that when you see someone it might be a smile it might be just a look but it's someone who can carry themselves with that positivity that um you always find when your teams it's you know every everyone's got positivity and energy in the first day of preseason or the first game or or anything like that but whenever you're halfway through a season or wherever you've lost a game that's whenever the the that positivity comes in so so valuable so um how do you find that there so how do you you know like i said everyone's going to tell you yes 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 tick all the boxes and then maybe when you work with them it, it might not be that way so how do you do it um this is what i would i suppose recommend or this is what we've we've done um the three the three types of ways number one is is obviously sitting them down and talking to them um and then seeing you know it's difficult because again they're going to you know no matter where you are and what program you are what team you are the minute that that you start setting standards and this is what we're about we're about x y and z everyone will go who wants to play at that level will go yes 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 i'm about the exact same things and and they might not be and they'll say well we push people hard here and they might say yeah my club coach or my high school coach or my mom pushes me hard as well so it's a perfect fit and it, it's completely different types of of challenges so but the things that you can see in meetings i'm a big big fan of of like seeing the personality in meetings um you can you can throw this 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 what i learned at cincinnati with neil stafford was was how they deal with a little bit of adversity or a little challenge. So, you know, he would ask them why they're not at certain level or 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 kind of put them on the spot, which it can be really, really uncomfortable. But you get to see about the person, like you get to see what they're about, you get to see what their reaction is. And even if it's a even if it's a you know, why did you get why did you get a seventy on your math test? Like you should be at a ninety five, and if the person responds with, "Well, my my teacher wasn't very good," or "Yeah, well, I'm just not really into it," or "Yeah, well, it's you know, mom didn't get me a tutor that I needed," then they're passing on blame. But if they say, "Well, yeah, I need to get better at that," or "I'm going to get better than that," then or, you know, it can it can really really tell you a lot. Um, my personal preference is is the focus, is that a. You know, I'll I'll talk about a program. I'll talk about what we're trying to do, um, and and obviously I'm passionate about it. But maybe they may not be. So I'm gauging to see simple eye contact. So when I'm talking, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go thirty minutes because anything but below thirty minutes is easy. So once you get the thirty minute mark, you're you're kind of stretching. You're challenging someone's attention. So once I get to thirty minutes then you know is that player's attention can they still look you in the eye can they still be attentive can they still have a little bit of focus and if they do then you know that's a player that in a meeting is going to be attentive and and is going to have an input 
And if they don't, then, you know, if they're looking beyond you or they're kind of shuffling on their feet or they're looking at the poster behind you or they're trying, you can see them looking for the phone and they're just ready for the meeting to end, then maybe that person isn't going to be someone who's going to come into an environment and, you know, grasp it with two hands. And that's fine. That's fine. But it's better knowing that there. So the meeting, there's part of the meeting that you disregard, disregard the part of the you know, yes, 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 I, this is what I want to do. Yes, I'm about this. Yes, I'm about that. And I disregard that there, uh, but but really, really take an inside look. And also, how do they interact with their parents? You know, how are they are they treating their mother and father with respect? Um, you know, I've sat in rooms with dad started talking and, and the, the daughters rolled her eyes. You're going like, well, that's going to be me in, in six months. So maybe maybe this might not work. So little things, little cues. Uh, the second one then is is you know doing your your homework on the person is is calling their coaches and you know seeing a, a person doesn't become coachable once they get to an environment and environments and cultures are very very powerful but they don't change people completely um a person who has a bad attitude at at uh, at their club team and high school team will probably have a bad attitude uh in their college team it might not be the first day it may not be the first week it may not be the first season, but it's probably going to arrive at some stage. So, you know, the relationship piece where the, the, the people that I've worked the, and and I think the best recruiters in the country are are people that are delivering so much research and so much, uh, you know, getting so much intel on basically what players are like away from their parents. So the the relationship with the club coaches are so so important. So, um, you know, feeling that out and seeing what they're like, what time do they get to practice at? How do they deal with a bad defeat? Are they coachable? Um, you know, how are they with this? How are they with that? What, do you take road trips? How are they there? What's their attitude like if this happens? And and, you know, I think that there gets you a pretty accurate portrayal of of what someone's attitude is going to be like in the long run. Um, and the last one for me would be is to look at what they're producing and see whether that matches what they say they're about. So if you say that I'm about, you know, you know, Keith's question was about growing as people and growing off the field, on the field. Well, for a student, a student athlete, that means growing academically. So if someone tells you that they're going to be about that, then they better be hitting A's and B's academically as well. Um, they better have an attendance record that is as near a hundred percent as you're gonna get. They're gonna have fitness levels that, you know, they're putting time in in the gym or they're going to such and such and doing stuff on their own. All these little things, um, you know, it, it does it make you know is there a correlate direct correlation between controlling a ball and getting a ninety five percent in a geography test? Not a chance. But is there a correlation between someone? you know, being open to ideas, taking on information, um, dealing with adversity. Is there a is there a relationship between that there and, and someone who is pushing themselves in their in their academics? One hundred percent there is. So you're just looking for the whole thing. So um, you know, like treat it 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 is type kind of like a job interview, but I think, you know, getting your culture I think cultures are, are obviously it's the buzzword with sports and teams. Um but I think as it goes on, we've got to do a little bit more homework on it. And I think as it goes on, you're finding that the biggest mistake is is maybe not overlooking a player who's got talent. The biggest mistake is bringing in someone who's got talent, but who is 
who is not doing the not not interested and not providing any input in your team on the culture side and and there's no I say it all the time on on social media there's no neutral gear you can't sit in a team and not do anything and not contribute and the culture is fine without you you're either enhancing the culture and making it better or you're 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 killing it um because a culture is a, a successful culture is 20 or 25 or 30 or 35 how many is in the team it's it's everyone moving the same direction it's not just the first 11 it's not just the first 11 plus three subs it's everyone moving together otherwise the the other people are bringing it down so you know it's, it's a great great question be very very careful and put as much emphasis on the you know the homework side of it and look deep into someone you know, don't look as yourself as like if someone has a bad attitude and, and blame a coach and like, oh, well, I, I can fix that because I'm a positive coach. And I, I would advise you to, to kind of reevaluate that their standpoint. But once you get it right, that person that comes in, if, if you've got a staff, have everyone sit in the meeting and, and get everyone's input and get as a broader range of opinions as possible. And, and then it's everything's calculated risk. And then when everyone says, right, yeah, that's our person, then that you know that that's going to be someone who you're going to go for. So kind of to summarize, go, uh, you know, find out what you want, find out specifically what that looks like, um, how you're going to evaluate it face to face, one to one and from recommendations and then from their, I suppose, their body of work throughout academics, soccer and, and off the field as well. Um, and that'll get you close. If it doesn't work by then, then you know it's it's not an exact science as well so enjoy the process and uh, hope that helps thank you for listening to the modern soccer coach podcast for more coaching topics sessions and resources head on over to coach kernine on facebook or visit the website at www.modernsoccercoach.com